Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by Aaron Keller, as usual. And then we also have fisheries biologist Pat Solberger here. Welcome, Pat. Well, hello. Thank you. It's great to have you. And then we have... I say this every time. I always say special guest, but yep. this is a, one of our truly special guests, Brendan Burnham. You may have seen him because his post of catching this giant carp is going viral. So <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much for coming, Brendan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And we were talking about it before we started the podcast. Well, first off, you caught a 35-pound, 3-ounce carp, yes. I want to say, out mm-hmm. of Virginia Lake in Reno, which so many people are shocked by this. And you're, we posted the pictures and um, it's just blown up. And you were saying you're shocked by just the amount of calls you're getting. That's correct. You know, definitely uh, a lot of other agencies are reaching out and even other states as well. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. cool that it's getting so much attention. Yeah. Well, one of the main reasons is that it's a new state record. Yes. And so anytime fishing related state records get broken, I mean, they're longstanding records. This one it's not as long standing as some of the sure, other ones, sure. but anytime you catch a 35 pound fish in the driest state <laughs> in the nation, yeah, it's I a could big see deal. That. Yeah. Sure. But I was still just so many like USA Today covered it. So it's exciting. It's, it's positive. It's very too, exciting right? and positive. Yeah. Um, whether it's that big of a shocker or not <laughs> that it's getting so much attention. Um, but the previous state record was, it was 2005? Uh, 2005, I think? yeah. 34 pounds, 10 ounces. Yeah. So out of the Truckee River. So Pat had emailed me Monday and I opened my email and I see these pictures of this giant carp and then we posted it and from there it's gone crazy. So Well, I think the like other thing about this one is that you you got such great photos. Yeah. They're just so cool to mm-hmm. look at. Mm-hmm. That fish looks awesome. Did like, Travis take those by any chance? He did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yes, we Travis also took does. some with mine, but I think my, my camera had gotten a little maybe wet or whatever, so they didn't turn out as well. So I'm glad he, he took the pictures that really yeah the the other thing is i always get a lot of pictures from um brendan that are at night because he's Uh, out there all night fishing and so this was nice to have some nice good morning light to be able to get a good picture that's pretty cool they were really great pictures but um so let's go back so this happened sunday could you just walk us through what happened yeah um so you know it just actually so it kind of started with three days before um you know, I went to my spot, kind of, kind of, you know, figured out where they might be. Um, and uh, so, you know, I fished there in, in the evening anyway. So I caught, it was a total of five, five carp from, you know, and, and Virginia Lake's really tough to uh, fish. For anybody that's fished there, or, you know, for a while, they know. And um, so, you know, I'll, I'll go definitely days without catching anything there. But um, I caught, I ended up catching five that evening. It started with a 14-pound carp, a 17-pound carp. And then it seems like the, the, the upper tier kind of moved in because I ended up catching. It was a 29, 29.8. It was a 27-pounder and then a 30-pound fish. It was the first time I'd ever caught a 30-pound fish. Wow. And I was like, okay, wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. So it, it was a lot of action that night, you know, and then I went home happy because I had never caught a 30-pounder. 
Um, so, you know, two nights later, it was Sunday evening, you know, just it, it, the, everything was perfect. The weather was good. I, I thought, you know, this could definitely potentially be something good. And so, you know, I had, I, I had casted my first rod out, you know, um, to, to a spot that I wanted and, uh, that one worked, you know, looked great. And then my other rod, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try something a little different than, than what I typically do. So a little different bait or whatever. And so I go to cast it and, and it was actually a bad cast. Like it, it was kind of one of those, you know, line drive. It didn't go where I wanted it. You know, it was, it was pretty close to the shore. And I was like, ah, you know, it's thinking back and forth. Do I, do I recast it or not? I was like, nah, if I don't get anything within 30 minutes, I'll go ahead and recast it. I'm just going to leave it there, you know, and, and glad, glad I did. So, you know, I, I do the whole European carp style fishing i have the you know they're called rod pods what you lay your you know your rods into and the vital arms and stuff like that um that way i can detect the smallest bite anyway so i had my rods in the you know rod pod and with the stuff i use a lot of times ducks will try to you know um mess with my line or whatever sometimes they will they'll run into my line especially you know some places i fish there's a lot of ducks anyway so line starts moving a little bit it wasn't like one where it just pulled it fast it, it was kind of one of those just barely something nibbling it or whatever and i look down i'm like okay i look out i do i do i see any ducks i don't see any ducks okay well i just let it go i'm like okay if something's down there it'll bite it and then you know it does again a little bit just little it, it was very subtle like almost like something small maybe on there like maybe i was thinking maybe a little bit catfish or, or something like that it's like let me let me lift it up out of the rod pod and and put a little tension on it soon as I put tension on that rod, I mean, literally, it just, the, the line screamed off the reel. You know, the, the reel was <laughs> engaged, and it just, it, the power of this fish was just unbelievable. Um, you know, so then I, I, I start fighting the fish, and it's about 30 seconds later, um, it, it kind of did, carp, they won't, like, really jump out of the water, <clears throat> like, full jump, like trout will or a bass right. will when you're fighting it or whatever. But they will do kind of, I, I call them like kind of a, a whale submerge or, or maybe a shark submerge where you'll see a lot of the body. And when it when it submerged and I saw the head and the back and I, I knew at that point, I was like, this is a big fish. I was like, I had never seen a fish this big. And you got to remember, you know, the few days before I caught that 30 and I kind of saw that one as well. I was like, this is bigger than that. I was like, okay, so. You know, I was like, I loosen, you know, my reel, the drag on my reel. I was like, if this thing takes two hours to, to land, I'm not going to, you know, let it do a hook pull. I'm, I'm going to fight it, take a long time. Um, anyway, so, yeah, a lot of people were crowding around and, uh, you know, watching me battle this fish. And they, they were just in complete shock because like, right. they, they saw it. it. It would surface every once in a while, you know, and they, they were just in total shock as well. And so, anyway, it took me about, you know, it was about 40, 45 minutes before... And, um, you know, I had to wait out there cause it was very big. I had to kind of wait out in the shallows to, to get in, you know, and then finally got it in the net. And at that point I, I knew I was like, well, cause I, you know, I had known what the record was. I, I honestly, I'd been kind of, you know, trying I mean, for it yeah. and to be honest, like, you know, kind of prepared for it. You know, I had a sling, uh, meaning if I, if need be, I can keep the fish in this sling, you know, uh, for a while they, they can fully breathe in it or whatever. But anyway, so I weighed the fish and yeah, that's when I knew I was like, okay, this, this, this is definitely it. Um, I was like, even if my scale's off by one or two pounds, it's, it's still well above. And then, so that's when I, uh, you know, I'd reached out. Obviously we couldn't get a hold of anybody cause it was, you know, Sunday evening and, and whatnot. And they said, we'll have to call back in the morning. And then I had emailed you know patrick and uh 
So yeah, you know, he, he definitely worked with me, you know, and getting somebody down mm -hmm. there first thing in the morning, and 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 then you know, I I made it clear I was like, you know, I I'm, I don't want to kill the fish, you know, it's it, it, you know, it's not his fault, you know, it's a carp, and um, it's probably been in that lake 20, 30 years, you know, sure. it's his home, and I didn't want to hurt or you know kill the fish, so I I wasn't going to accept the uh, the record if it meant having to kill the fish, so. Sure. And, and a couple things I'd add is um, uh, Brendan and I have been emailing for quite a while now, and and he I, I see he catches a lot of big fish, and he turns in the trophy fish applications all the time. And he kept saying to me, the record is out there, the record <laughs> is out there, I'm going to catch it someday. And so so it, 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 it was a shock because it came, but it, but it also wasn't a shock because I, <laughs> and I had confidence because because I think we we posted numbers before, but uh, 46 trophy fish entries into Nevada Department of Wildlife last year alone, and so and I'm guessing you probably have 10, 12 of them already. Uh, this six, year. six, six of them this year. Okay, yeah, I didn't start so, off till oh February. Okay. Winter makes so it tough. I get you know, and I get I a lot zero, of the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so in any case. Um, yeah, I knew it was coming, and so and 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 about the trophy fish program and why he needed to contact us is is it's part of the requirements if you catch a state record that someone from the Department of Wildlife has to look at this fish, and then we look at it, and maybe not everybody in the department knows you know exactly what every species looks like, but we have an idea, mm -hmm. and then if we take pictures, we can you know bring them back to me and 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 a few of us that that look at them around the agency uh, can be able to tell yeah that's the species that he says it is but um but also um we need to make sure that fish is weighed on a certified scale and um when when uh, our biologist travis hawks went out there to meet um uh, brendan in the morning uh, he actually has a certified scale right. so um but i just want people to know too that um it's it's the angler's responsibility to be able to to contact somebody to get a department of wildlife person out there in this case we were able to accommodate brendan most cases you're going to have to bring it to our offices uh, just because we have no availability of biologists or people to go and, and witness that fish. And so, and the same with weighing them. It's your responsibility to go somewhere that has a certified scale to be able to weigh it. So everything worked out really great for Brendan. And, um, you know, our agency will help out wherever we can. And it just happened to really work out really great. We're in Reno. We have lots of people here. And so um, and it made so it easy. Yeah. So I guess for me, just to clarify, so you're talking the certified scale is for the state record. For the state record. But Only for, for the state if, record. If somebody catches a trophy fish right. and wants right. that to be entered in a different sure. program, that's a different process. Sure. And then, you know, our trophy fish program, we have minimum weights that right. we want to see people catch before they enter this program. And so and they so have to show you some sort of proof that it weighed this much? And then well, they don't have to show us proof. I mean, this is um, – we don't, we don't like the honor system. We do ask that you, you do weigh the fish – uh, it can be a hand scale. It can be anything. But you can't just make a wild guess at the fish and say, hey, this looks like a five-pound fish or this looks like a two-pound, you know, trout or whatever. So if they take um, a picture of their scale and send um, it or That's usually the best. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people do that, but that's not a requirement. The right. requirement is you have to have a 
picture of the fish, and that's just so that we can identify the species. But the hoopla and the getting the state the state record is the one is the that state record. is the one that really really matters um, gotcha. and really counts. Uh, um, but we get a lot of people that, um, you know, they try to go for water records. They try to go for uh, the most fish caught or the biggest fish caught for the year. Uh, it's a really big program that we have. So yeah. a cool program. So Brendan yeah. had um, submitted, you had said, 46, 46 entries just for trophy year. fish just in general. Yep, yep. You have for a goal wow. for this year? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I had set two goals, and, and actually I already got them, so I'm kind of ch- – um, my first goal was a 30-pound fish, and like I said, I was you able to, you know. That. And then my second one – and and to be honest, like, I was kind of thinking it would happen, but I didn't honestly think until, like, maybe next year or something like that. I didn't know it would happen this quick, but that was my second goal was to, to catch the uh, the largest carp ever That's caught great. in Nevada. Very cool. And on that note, I think this is a good place to take a break. So we have a lot more to talk about. We're just getting into it. You're listening to Nevada Wild. This is Saskatchewan, where the getting's good. If you're getting gone, I'm going to put my boots and my hat back on because I'm long gone to Saskatchewan. Long gone to Saskatchewan. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are here with the state record holder for carp, Brendan Burnham, and Pat Solberger, our fisheries, one of our fisheries biologists. And um, we've been talking about this huge carp you caught, 35 pounds, craziness. Mm -hmm. Um, But during the break, we were laughing because we were saying, how long do you think you're going to hold this record for? Or are you going to (laughs) break your own record? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Is that your next goal now? Yeah, I mean, my goal is definitely to catch a 40-pound fish, and I have a pretty good idea, <laughs> yeah. you know, where, where some might be or whatever. So, I, I you know, the next goal. hey, records are meant to be broken, you know, they're, they're never going to be forever, and, you know, it's a competitive thing, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm very competitive, so, like, you know, I'm not going to let up, I'm not going to stop what I do, it's what I love, so... Yeah, and I think I've seen in this program, I think that's that's what, what it, we're all about, is, is trying to break that record, and that's why people are out there trying to... to um, to get these uh, 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 trophy fish, you know, it's it's not just to, you know, get a certificate, you know, every time you, you turn yeah. in a fish, but it's to, to try to break that Well, record. for us, another thing about the trophy fish program is it's an indicator that our uh, efforts are working. Sure. So sure. in waters around the state, mm-hmm. if we're seeing big, bigger fish sure. come in, then that's... Sure. Sure, it, it's it's great for those waters where we have, you know, a quality or trophy size fishery, and we get some good information back on that. You know, so um, uh, not all the time do we get a lot of angler information, but this is one way we can do it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And um, what was I gonna say? So for us, I'm I still mean, thinking of me, those pictures of yeah. the fish. <laughs> well, for me and the and the guys that work and gals that work with us, we're all about carp fishing. Yeah. Carp fishing is a That's great what I entry to get level. Into type thing for kids we have multiple carp derbies and carp rodeos every year around the state and uh yeah it's to have a kid catch a fish that big is is almost chaos we have every year we <laughs> have to be fun to watch. we're we're at the carp derbies and barbie poles and spider-man poles goes zinging off into the water 
like uh, Jaws buoys. So <laughs> dads and moms are running after them. And um, so we were, I was chatting about that right before we started recording. And you, Brendan, you said you attended last year's mm-hmm. one at Lahontan. That's correct. Yeah, and just uh, to kind of see, you know, and I had my two kids out there, um, you know, fishing for carp, and they definitely had a blast. So. Are they already, do they already have that gene? That uh, yeah, definitely. Like you know, I, I try to fishermen. take them. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, and my son especially, you know, he, he loves fishing, and, you know, I, I do take him a couple few times. So Very cool. So one thing with kids is they don't see that it's like they don't poo-poo a carp. Like, it's a giant <laughs> fish, and they catch one, and they're hooked. <laughs> when I started taking my kids carp fishing, they all they want to do is carp fish. Mm-hmm. And you can – the cool thing about carp for kids is that you can handle a carp a lot. Like, they're not like a wimpy fish that's going to be affected by that type of stuff. Like, we can – kids can actually help get them off the hooks and things like that, and there's – you know, letting them go is – they're pretty hardy fish. But you, Brennan, have that – I want you to talk about your sling a little bit and how you kind of use that. That got a lot of comments on our social media. That yeah. Did. Yeah. So, um, you know, especially over in Europe, whether, you know, carp fishing is, is definitely a big sport sport for them. Um, you know, and that's kind of where it came about. Like, cause you know, especially the, the fish that get really big, they, they can't really support their body out of what, you know, uh, their weight out of water. I mean, like you said, they are hardy to a point, but like, you know, they start flopping down on rocks and, and stuff like that. Can, they can easily get damaged. So, you know, it's basically to place them in, um, just kind of keep them from flopping around, getting hurt and stuff like that, you know, to handle them, take the pictures. And, you know, for me, I always let them go. So it's enough time to kind of let them, you know, rest in that cradle and then I also do have a sling like if I had you know if I if I want to keep one like a lot of times you know to let them rest say maybe 10 15 minutes especially a long long battle like a 45 minute battle um instead of releasing them right away maybe let them kind of relax a little bit so I have this it, it, it's it's a sling um that you can place the fish in the water can circulate in it they can breathe in it and it just kind of calms them down um, and that's what I was able to keep the, uh, the carp in, um, long enough for, for you guys to come down and, and verify everything. It's and it, it, and I mean, it worked it, you know, it was in there for all night and, um, it, ha- it was full of energy. Like, uh, you know, when we let it go, as soon as I put it in the water, it just, it took off, you know, so it was definitely. Yeah. It's good. funny the things people pick up on in pictures. Like that was one of the mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. we kept getting comments mm-hmm. on. Like, what is that? And that's so for me, it, it looks like a. It looks like basically a military cot. Yeah, that, that's it like does look slack, like a cot. Yeah. Right? It kind of yeah. looks like a cot that's slack. That like a small pool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was in a nice little cot for the night. Yep. Yeah, spoiled little carp, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I think that's the big thing is, um, you know, like, like any kind of wildlife, you treat it with respect. And um, uh, and if you're going to release your fish, mm-hmm. I mean, you just need to do the, the least amount of handling you can yeah. and then get it back to the water. And uh, I think being in a sling like that, uh, and even though we talk about carp being, you know, very tough um, and, and not le- needing the, you know, the oxygen requirements that, you know, say a trout does, uh, you still have to take those measures. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was a good job. Right. Yeah, because like how, how long did it take you to catch that fish? Oh, 45 minutes 45 minutes 45 I mean, minutes yeah he's battling it for yeah. that long yeah. and it's it's definitely worn sure. out you know yeah <laughs> yeah 
So that was in Virginia Lake. And I know you don't want to give all your secrets, but are there any tips you could give? And Pat, you too, just to people who they want to, because people are shocked that that Mm -hmm. was caught in Virginia Lake. So any other spots around the area or the state in general? Yeah, I mean, you know, Virginia Lake is, is just overall a really hard lake to fish. Anybody that's fished there for a while. And you have to be able to accept that you're not always going to catch. I've gone many, many days in a row without catching. Um, you know, definitely the marina, like if you're trying to hone in on your skills, trying to figure out, like say you do want to carp fish, the marina is a great place because, you know, they're definitely easier to catch in there. Um, so You're talking the Sparks Marina. Spark, mm-hmm. Sorry, Sparks yep. Marina. Yep. Um, that's definitely a place, you know, that, that has a lot of carp that you could carp fish. Um, you know, there's, there's other places as well, obviously the Truckee river, um, you know, and then I think paradise park ponds, you know, Teglia's paradise park ponds also has some carp in there as well. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of places around that have carp. I mean, you know, carp are very hardy. Um, they can survive in, you know, pretty much any kind of water condition. So anytime there's water, you can almost guarantee there's going to be carp in there. Sure. Um, you know, think about carp were introduced in Nevada in like the 1880s mm-hmm. and so they've people spread them around quite a bit because they thought they were going to be a great food source mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so so you have to think if if you have a, a river system some of our bigger river systems like the Humboldt River the Colorado yeah. River Carson River the Walker River um, and you have reservoirs on those rivers those those carp are just gonna you know move around from you know one spot to the next and, and get this to a lot of those waters and so um, so we do see them in a lot of places uh, most of our big waters have carp in them and mm-hmm. so um, I don't think um, you know one of the, the issues that we have with a lot of fish is is some people move them around and so yeah. uh, I don't think that's an issue with carp, but uh, I think carp have, have done a good job of moving themselves around lately. Yeah. And I mean, you know, maybe in the early 1800s, people were, were moving fish around because they, they were going to eat them at some point. But right. Uh, There's rumors of any, you know, anywhere that's close to a railroad mm-hmm. tracks. Yeah. It's probably as yeah. carp because yeah. they were yeah. mm-hmm. put there for food and, and things like yeah. that. Which it's is pretty odd that, that, that they didn't make it very long on, on the <laughs> Well, and I think on your dinner plate. Well, yeah. and I think too the times that the Truckee, in fact, how the marina, you know, ended up getting all the different species of fish is when you know the Truckee flooded back mm-hmm. in the day. Anything mm-hmm. that was in the Truckee, sure. sure. that happens with yeah. a lot of fish everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. Is most waters in Nevada have some form of carp in them, mm-hmm. right. and so anybody looking to kind of get him. Um, into carp fishing can can look up on youtube like mm-hmm. they can just put in carp fishing mm-hmm. tactics or mm-hmm. anything like that mm-hmm. there are so many different ways to catch carp mm-hmm. that uh it's pretty easy to get into sure um, and what oh sorry i was going to say mm-hmm. one of the things is is um you know in, in our, our fishing guidebook we have uh maps where you can catch a lot oh, of different perfect. species of fish um one of the things is we haven't put carp on that list. And so uh, I think as carp fishing becomes more popular, it might be something we'll have to do. I know. It's funny that it hasn't been this popular sport fish, but Mm -hmm. really it is a great Mm -hmm. fish to fish for because it puts up such a fight. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and it is picking up more um, in the U.S. I, you know, I I have, I'm in a lot of groups and stuff like that. And I have a lot of friends in other states and it's definitely picking up popularity, um, you know, not just here, but everywhere. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, we can we can see it every time we yeah. hold a carp derby or a carp yeah. clinic or yeah. 
we do fly fishing for carp or something like that and people are like oh my gosh i didn't know that you could do this and Mm -hmm. you don't need a whole lot of specialized gear you don't that's what's cool i mean to get started there are things that you can do to make your like you said the odds of like catching bigger fish you could get real specialized in like tactics but to just catch carp in general um it's not real hard well pat you were saying on a day maybe you're not having luck with other fish it's sure. pretty easy to just try catching carp <laughs> move to carp then <laughs> sure uh, uh and and like everybody else i i used to bring my kids out and um and then we'd have a slow day and I, if i knew there were carp in the water we'd uh, change our tactics and and put on uh, we used to use corn right out of the can mm-hmm. and just put a uh, you know we'd throw some out in the water and and of course you got to be careful where you do that because some waters you can't do that but uh, we'd throw some corn out in the water and then put a couple of kernels on a hook and and uh, my kids were within no time were we're reeling in fish, and and I think that's the big thing with kids. You know, they they need to have that activity. They need to make that connection, and um, and with my kids, it sure did. Yeah, it didn't matter what they were catching; yeah, they were yeah. just excited yeah. to yeah. be catching. And it. since you've s- we've kind of posted your photos, we've had all sorts. Of, just so you know, we've had all sorts of people reach out to us, kind of coming <laughs> for your. They're coming for you. They're coming yeah. for your state record now, Brennan. They, there's guys that have submitted videos of mm-hmm. carp you know, swimming along and they're like, is this one going to break his record? And, you know, what do I need to do when I catch it Mm -hmm. and all that. So we appreciate you shining a spotlight on, on carp fishing. And, uh, but I have a feeling if they break his record, he's going to be coming back for them with these goals he sets for himself. I'm I'm not letting up. So (laughs) I love the competition. That's for sure. He had a goal for himself. And it's already, yeah. <laughs> it's, we're only in March now and <laughs> you've already made that goal. So you're just going to keep making bigger goals. Yep. So, well, thank you, Brendan, for being here. And thank you, Pat, uh, for anytime. coming in. We need to get you in here more. <laughs> thank you for having <laughs> so, me on. I, I yeah. really appreciate it. And um, keep an eye on the local news. Brendan's been all over it. So <laughs> everyone's excited about it. Yep. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.